1: Treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. What does motion sound like? With Kizikans
2: free shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com/socks. mm <music> Yes? Mr. Martin? And yes?
1: There's a John Burns here to see you, Mr. Martin. He said you'd know who he was if I told you. Johnny Cash Burns?
2: Yes, yes, Miss Arden. Johnny Burns sent him right in.
1: Yes, sir. Mr. Martin?
2: Mr. Burns, Mr. Johnny Burns? That's right. Come in, come in. Sit down. Have a cigar, Mr. Burns. No, Have thanks,
3: chum. Don't smoke. Don't do anything but sell woolens. At a
2: price. See what I mean? Yes, yes, of course. Now, are you really serious about the number of bolts that you can sell me? Sure. Serious about the
3: price, too. I didn't want to go into details over the phone. I like to do business uh,
2: man-to-man. See what I mean? Yes, yes. Yes, I do. Uh, This firm hasn't had imported woolens in any quantity for years. You could put us back in big business if you could deliver imported material. Your firm can have a large quantity, Mr. Martin, for
3: a... uh, Corresponding amount of money. See what I mean? How much? It'll be a dollar a yard less than you're paying for domestic woolens right now. A
2: dollar a yard less than... Mr. Burns, are you a legitimate operator? Do you want imported woolens, Mr. Martin?
3: Yes, Well, what do you care, what or who I am? Well... You want woolens? I'll get them. I'm going out of town, but I'll be back in a few days. And when I come back, you're back in business. See what I mean?
4: And now on to Dick Colmer as Boston Blackie, enemy to those who make him an enemy, friend to those who have no friend.
3: Well, Johnny, I got my helicopter loaded to the blades. Are you ready to take off? I uh, will be in a minute, Sam. I want to make sure I got my copter loaded evenly. See what I mean? Hey, be sure you get home with those woolens, Johnny. It, it's my money that paid for all this, you know. It's my idea that put your money to use. And money without an idea isn't worth the room it takes up in a bank. I right, got some loaded. Uh, Johnny. Yeah? You know, we, we should have jotted a regular plane and flown this stuff into the country. Are you crazy? The reason we're using copters is so we can drop down behind the woods on your farm and nobody will notice us. See what I mean? I know, but a regular plane is so much faster. If we used a regular plane, we'd go to jail much faster, too. Yeah. We'd be reported if we used a regular airport. Yeah, that's right, son. Okay, I'm all set. How about you? All set. Uh, when are you delivering this stuff to the Martin Company? Across we'll the border just after sunset, and land at your farm by dawn. Then I'll get in touch with Martin, and we'll be rich. Great. Happy landings, Johnny. Yeah, happy landings yourself, chum. Happy landings.
1: Are you sure you can't come to the party with me this evening, Blackie? I'm not going to like it without you.
0: Oh, Mary, I'd love to, but I can't. The police department is raising funds for the Underprivileged Children's League, and I promised Faraday I'd help out. I know. So I'll just walk you there if you don't mind.
1: Well, you're giving up the party for a good cause. I guess I shouldn't complain. I'll
0: try to join you later if I can get away in time. Otherwise, I'll call for you when the party's over. Yeah. Whose party is this, anyhow?
1: Johnny Burns. You know him, don't you?
0: Johnny Burns? Mm Mm-hmm. No, I don't think I do. Oh,
1: you met him once or twice, I think. He's always, uh... Well, he always puts see what I mean at the end of his sentences. But he's really very nice. Don't you remember him?
0: Oh, yes, of course. We met him at the Bradfords one night. I remember him.
1: Rather nice guy. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Gives nice parties.
0: Well, he lives in the neighborhood of nice parties. I'll say that. Which house is his?
1: Uh, the third one down the street. Oh,
0: you've been here before. Mm,
1: Yes. He and his aunt gave a bridge party about a month ago.
0: London Bridge?
1: Oh, Blackie, your jokes are falling down. (laughs) Ouch.
0: Well, here we are. I'll call for you when the party's over if I can't make it sooner. Call me if you need me. You can get me through Faraday's office. Have a good time, but uh, not too good without me. Oh, Blackie. (laughs) I'll pick you up and take you home around midnight. I'll be waiting. I'll be
1: there. (laughs)
3: Sam. Johnny, what happened to you? you? You said you'd be here at 8.30 last night, and I hadn't been able to get in touch with you anywhere. Well, what's a day between friends, chum, huh? Well, it's a hundred years if you're waiting for the kind of money I'm waiting for. It didn't hurt you, did it? It hurt me plenty. Uh, h- how did you make out with Martin and those woolens? He bought. See what I mean? The whole lot? Every bolt, every yard. Cash? Well, you're talking to Johnny Cash Burns, remember? <laughs> well, I remember we're supposed to split the money now, so let's split, huh? Let's split up, you mean, don't you, Sam? What do you mean, split up? Our partnership is over. See what I mean? But why? There, there was plenty of profit in just this one trip, Johnny. We'll make a fortune after a few more. No, I'm going to work alone now, Sam. You see, I just needed your money to get me started. Not that I am started. I'm rich and you're through. All right. All right, I'm through. Give me my half of the money we got from Martin and I quit. I'm, uh... I'm keeping your half, too, Sam, because uh, you're not going to need it. See what I mean? Johnny, what are you doing with the gun? That's what I mean. Right now, I'm uh, just holding it, Sam. But don't worry, chum. I'll see that you get a good funeral. See what I mean? If anyone has a nice funeral, it's going to be you, Johnny. So where do you think you're going? To the telephone to call the police. I wouldn't do that if I were you. Well, you're not me. And you're not very smart. (laughs) Well, what's the matter, Sam? Does it take more than one slug to drop you (laughs) Well, that just hurt me, Johnny. All right, get out of here, and I won't ever tell who shot me. You can call the police, write letters, send telegrams, send planes up to write it in the sky, but you'll never be able to prove I shot you. No? No. You won't be able to prove I was even here. Oh, Johnny, you're a fool. You're a mad crazy... Oh, oh my. Guess you need one more slug, huh? Oh, Johnny. <laughs> That did it. In fact, that does it. Three slugs and you're out, and three steps and I'm out. The phone. The phone.
4: Yes, Mr. Blaine.
3: Smith, get the police quick. Well, what's the matter, Mr. Blaine? I've I've been shot. Uh, you, Johnny Burns just shot me. Get, get the police in a hurry. I'm dying. I. I
4: You killed him, didn't you, Burns? You pumped three bullets into him. Burns, you shot him down in cold blood. Stood there and let him have it. You did it, didn't you, Burns? You did it. Fired three shots into him. You killed him. We know you did. Talk, Burns, talk. Talk or you'll never get out of that chair. You'll sit under that light till you dry up, Admit Burns. Admit it, Burns. You killed him, didn't you? Uh, you know, I
3: have an idea. You boys think I killed somebody. Why? I hold I... it, hold
4: it, Danny. This guy's stubborn. He's not going to talk. Go out and see if Miss Wesley's here yet, will you, Sergeant? Yes, Inspector Faraday, right away.
3: Miss Wesley will tell you I was with her when Sam Blaine was killed, Inspector.
4: That's a lie. Sam Blaine told his operator at 10.30 this evening that you were there in his apartment and had shot him. And when we got there, he was dead. But was I there? No, I wasn't. See what I mean? You weren't there then, but you were there at 10.30 when Blaine was shot. You were there and you shot him. I was at
3: home playing host to Miss Mary Wesley at that hour. I didn't see Sam Blaine tonight.
4: In fact, I haven't
3: seen him in several days.
4: What was Miss Wesley doing at your house? Uh, visiting. I've,
3: uh, known her for a long time. I, uh, know her friend, Boston Blackie,
4: slightly. Met him once or twice, so what? So this, I'm (laughs) gonna... Inspector Faraday. Yes, Sergeant? Miss
0: Wesley's here.
4: Good, send her in.
0: Boston Blackie's with her, Inspector. Do you want him to wait outside?
4: I want him to, but I know he won't. So send him in, too. Thanks
0: for the invitation, Faraday.
4: But why the sudden interest in Mary?
1: Maybe he sent for me because he knew you'd come along and he needs your help, Blackie.
4: Miss Presley, you're around Blackie so much, you're beginning to talk like him.
1: Oh, is that bad? <laughs> Seriously, Inspector Faraday, why do you... Oh, Mr. Burns.
3: <laughs> I wondered when you'd notice me. We're uh, seeing a lot of each other, aren't we, Mary? Miss Presley. You know
1: this man? Why, yes. He's Johnny Burns.
3: Baby. Baby, tell the man about
4: tonight so we can all get out of here and go home. eh? See what I mean?
1: Uh, what do you mean about tonight?
4: This guy says you were with him in his home between the hours of 10 and 11 tonight.
1: Yeah, that's right. I was.
4: Mary, you weren't at Burns' place tonight. That was last
0: night. When there was a party there, I was supposed to pick you up at midnight, remember?
1: Well, I was there tonight, too, Blackie. Oh, uh-huh. I left my compact last night and went back for it tonight. Mr. Burns was there and asked me to stay. Yeah,
3: and uh, we had a nice, uh, a nice quiet hour together, didn't we, baby?
1: A very pleasant one, Johnny. Uh, Blackie, you were busy with the police athletic club for children again tonight, so don't scowl at me for finding something to do. Well, Mary, you weren't at Burns'
0: place tonight. I called your apartment house when I got through at the club, and the switchboard operator told me that you were at Burns' house, so I went there. But when I got there and rang the bell, no one answered. What time was that, Blackie? About 10.30.
1: But I was there, Blackie. Until quarter after 11, in fact. And don't look at me like that. I'm telling the truth. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Faraday, why is
0: it so important for you to know where Mary was tonight?
4: It's important for me to know where this man Burns was tonight. Especially between the hours of 10 and 11. A man named Sam Blaine was murdered at 10.30 tonight. And I know this man Burns shot him.
1: Well, that's impossible, Inspector Faraday. He was with me at that time. Sorry to
3: disappoint you, Inspector, but I told you this would happen. See what
4: I mean? Quiet, Burns. Miss Wesley, do you swear you were with this man from ten to eleven tonight?
1: I swear it, Inspector Faraday. In fact, he wasn't even out of my sight for a single minute. <laughs>
4: And now, back to Boston Blackie. Johnny Burns and Sam Blaine illegally fly imported woolens into this country by helicopter and sell the entire lot to George Martin. But instead of dividing the take with Blaine, Burns kills his partner. Blaine phoned about Burns after he was shot and even named his assailant. But the police can't prove Burns killed Blaine. At the time of the shooting, Burns claims he was in his own home with Boston Blackie's friend, Mary Wesley. And Mary insists he was. So Burns goes free. As we return to our story, Boston Blackie and Mary Wesley are in Blackie's apartment. In the doorbell
2: rings. I'll get him, Mary. All right. Yes? Boston Blackie. That's right. I'd like to talk to you. Come in. Thanks. My name's George Martin Blackie. I'm a dealer in fabrics.
0: I take it that's not immaterial. And if you object to remarks like that, don't feed me straight lines. <laughs> Indeed
1: you. <laughs> For that, you ought to be sent to sleep without supper. <laughs> oh, <dear.
0: laughs> Mr. Martin, the young lady with a sense of humor is Mary Wesley. Oh, how do you do? How, do you, how do? do you do, Mr. Martin?
2: I hope you're not here to sell me any cloth, Mr. Martin. No, no, Blackie. I want to tell you about a man named John Burns. Johnny Burns, he calls himself. Johnny Burns.
0: I'm trying to find out something about Johnny Burns. What do you know about him?
2: Well, he sold me some woolens a few days ago. Genuine imported woolens. And at a ridiculously low price. Mm -hmm. I thought everything was legitimate, but... I'm worried now that I know he was involved in a murder. You're worried. Yes.
0: So am I. The police convinced he shot and killed Sam Blaine, but they can't prove it and neither can I.
2: Blackie, I won't be involved in this because I bought the woolens from him, will I? Well... I think now that Burns brought them into this country illegitimately... And I know he was associated with Mr. Blaine because I picked up those woolens at Blaine's farm. Hmm. So
0: Burns killed Blaine to avoid splitting profits. You'd better return those woolens, Martin. Oh, I've
2: already done so. I told Burns the stuff was damaged. Blackie. Yes?
1: Johnny Burns didn't kill Blaine. Burns was with me. And you know I wouldn't lie to you.
0: I don't say you're lying, Mary. I'll... Wait a minute, Mr. Martin. Yes? Something crazy is going on in here, and I, I'm too sane to figure it out.
1: Blackie, Johnny Burns was with me, and that's all there is to it.
0: There's much more to it, Mary. There's a trick to it somewhere, if I can only find it. Maybe you weren't at Burns' house, or of that.
1: <laughs> I happen to know where I was, Blackie. And at what time.
0: If you were there at 10.30, as you say, why didn't you answer the doorbell when it rang?
1: Because you didn't ring the bell at his house. I don't think you know where you were.
0: I know where I was last night. I'll admit one thing. I certainly don't know where I am now. Mary, come on. What are you hiding?
1: Nothing, Blackie. Believe me, Johnny Burns and I were at his house. In fact, from 10 to 11, we were listening to the radio. The Balin Symphony Concert. He's a lover of good music. And it was his idea that we listened to this symphony last night. Blanky,
2: who are you calling, Blanky?
0: I've got an idea, Mr. Martin. Right now, I'm calling up Faraday, and then we're calling on Johnny Burns.
2: Mm -hmm.
4: Faraday, this is just the way it was when I came here for Mary last night. I rang the bell, no answer. Well, let's not ring the doorbell anymore, Blanky. Let's use your peculiar genius with locks and just walk in, huh? Why... Faraday, what a terrible thing for you to suggest. Oh,
0: Turn your back. I want my genius with locks to stay peculiar to me. All right. But wait a minute, Faraday. We've rung the doorbell a dozen times. Nobody answers. Nobody's home.
4: Yeah, Mr. Wright. And no one was at home here between 10 and 11 last night when Sam Blaine was killed, either. Well, if that's so, Miss Wesley was lying. She claimed she was here. And Johnny Burns claims he was here. But they weren't either one of them. Uh, Close your mouth and open the door. Turn your back. It's turned. And the locks turned. Yeah, that was easy. That was genius. Well, let's go in. Go in and wait, you mean. According to you, there's nobody home. It can't
0: be. Not anybody who can hear, anyhow. You mean hear bells, don't you? You know what I mean. There's no one in this house. Good
3: morning, gentlemen.
0: What? Johnny <laughs> Burns, good morning. So there was nobody at home, huh, Blanky?
3: What's this about a bell? What bell are you talking about?
0: Your doorbell, Burns. Oh, that. Got to tell you, it doesn't work. It hasn't worked in a week. Ah, yeah. that explains how Mary could have been here last night and not hear the bell. But that's all it explains. You want things explained, Blackie?
3: So do I. I want an explanation for you busting in. Either that, or you get out of here, both of you. I'm reading.
0: See what I mean? I'm going to do a little reading myself before this day is over. Your confession. What are you going to use to get it? A rubber hose? I got nothing to confess. Oh,
3: I uh, see you're interested in books, Faraday. Would you like to borrow something from my library?
4: Not if all your books are like these. Examining the subconscious. Who'd want to read a book like that? The inside of the mind. That sounds worse.
0: Burns, where were you last night between 10 and 11? Listening to the radio with your
3: girlfriend. The symphony, John. You should listen to it yourself sometime. Music
0: is uh, good for the soul. As a matter of fact, I did hear the symphony last night on my car radio when I was driving back from the police athletic club.
4: Symphony music and a library full of screwy books about the mind. What are you, Burns? One of those intellectuals? It's
0: possible, Faraday. He's
3: outsmarted us so far. Annoying, isn't it, Blackie? Annoying to feel so sure of something and know that you'll
0: uh, never be able to prove it. You know, there's something about you that makes me want to clip you, Burns. Maybe because I'm not excited. Well, maybe this will are... get you excited. One well, no, no, Blackie, uh, don't smack him Let no. go of me, Faraday. I want to plant one of this guy. No, Blackie, not now.
3: Go maybe on. you'd better really <clears throat> take your tough friend out of here, Faraday, before I have him arrested for annoying me. No... Okay, Faraday, I'm clipping. Let me go. All right, but behave yourself. Behave yourself, Sonny, and find your way out of here fast. See what I mean?
0: I'll leave, Burns. But let me tell you something. I know a lot more about you than you think. George Martin came to see me about some imported woolens he bought from you. George Martin, George Martin. Never heard of the guy. No? No. He told me he did business with you, and I believe him. And I'm going to do a little business with you. And, brother, I mean business. (laughs)
1: Oh, Blackie, come on in Well, is everything over but the shouting, or do we still have to whisper? Guess. Oh, I don't have to now <laughs>
0: <laughs> Here's the evening paper The girl at the desk downstairs said you hadn't picked yours up yet
1: Oh, thanks Oh, gosh, this is awful What is? Well, didn't you read the headline? A hundred people were killed in a chemical plant explosion last night That's not
0: news I heard it on the radio last night, and so did you
1: I listened to the symphony with Johnny Burns last night. Remember?
0: Well, I was listening to the symphony too at the same time you were, and they broke in with a news flash about the explosion, don't you remember?
1: I remember the symphony concert, and it wasn't broken into by anything.
0: Wait a minute. Wait a minute.
1: Hmm?
0: Now I know what happened. While you were at Burns' house, he left for half an hour or maybe more. Yeah,
1: but Blackie, that's impossible. I know.
0: But I also know it was done and how it was done. I figure this way, Faraday. Martin told me he picked up his woolens from Burns at Blaine's Farm. Yeah? Burns wasn't at his house. Maybe he's out here at the farm. Well, here's the farm. What goes on now? Look, Faraday, there goes Burns now, running out toward the barn.
4: What for? You he in a hurry to milk the cows? The barn door's
0: open, Faraday. Ever see a cow with wings? Hey, that's an airplane. That's a helicopter, and I'll bet it's loaded with woolens. That's why Burns is scrambling. Hey, Burns,
4: where do you think you're going? Don't run him down,
0: Blackie. Run him down? I'll knock him down. Burns, you're not going anywhere. Oh, that's what you think. Oh, yeah. Kill oh. <laughs> Get up, Burns. Come on, get up.
4: You're not hurt. Good going, Blackie. Uh, I see this plane is loaded with woolens. The smuggled woolens you told me about. No wonder Burns tried to scram, huh?
0: Were you going somewhere with those woolens, Burns? I was. Well, you're going somewhere else now, Burns. Because I know why Mary could honestly believe she was with you while she was really at Blaine's apartment while you were there murdering him. Are you really as clever
3: as I think?
0: No, but I don't have to be. You see, you aren't as clever as you think either. (laughs)
4: How can she concentrate, Blackie? She's almost asleep.
0: Then she's all set for what I want to do. Listen to what I tell you now, Mary.
4: How can she hear you she's asleep?
0: Is she? We'll see. Mary, you left your compact in Inspector Faraday's office.
4: Blackie, what are you talking about? Her compact isn't Quiet, in my... Faraday.
0: Mary, your compact is in Faraday's office. In exactly one hour, you will go down and get it. In exactly one hour, you will go to Inspector Faraday's office and get your compact. Now I've heard everything, Blackie.
4: And Miss Wesley hasn't heard anything. I tell you she's asleep. We're going down to your
0: office now, Inspector. In exactly one hour, you're going to think you're dreaming.
4: (laughs) All right, Blackie, the hour's up. Where's Miss Wesley?
0: Well, she'll be here any minute, Faraday. And when she comes, I'll show you just
4: how Johnny Burns could be in two places at once. She's not going to show up at all. How could she? She was fast asleep when you told her to come down here for a her compact. She didn't hear a word.
1: <laughs> Hello there.
4: Oh, what uh, were you saying, Faraday? Nothing now that she's here. Uh, hi, Miss Wesley.
1: Hi. Uh, sorry to interrupt a conference, but I uh, was under the impression I left my compact here. Anybody see it?
0: Nobody's seen your compact, Mary, but Inspector Faraday has just seen something else. He's seen how I hypnotized you. You what? I hypnotized you
4: in my apartment, Mary.
0: Just as Johnny Burns did in his apartment the night of the party.
4: Wait a minute. Miss Wesley wasn't hypnotized. She was asleep.
0: Faraday, hypnosis is an acknowledged science, and it includes post-hypnotic suggestion. Whatever that is. Well, uh, listen, I'll try to explain it to you. After Burns hypnotized you the night of the party, Mary, he gave you a post-hypnotic suggestion to return there the following night to look for your compact. The compact he then proceeded to take out of your bag.
1: Well, I don't remember anything about being hypnotized by him, Blackie.
0: Of course not. But listen, Mary. Hmm? Your subconscious mind made you come back to Burns' house the following night, made you come back there and fall asleep when he snapped his fingers or his lighter or said some key word that he had planted while you were under hypnosis. On your second visit to his place... The night of the murder, he put you under. Now, during hypnosis, you're completely unconscious of time. You were ordered to have no recollection of falling asleep or of being hypnotized the night before.
1: And I did all this?
0: You had to, Mary. The subconscious is very strong. Burns used hypnosis and you as a perfect alibi for his time while he was murdering Blaine.
4: Okay, I heard enough. I'm calling the detention room. It would have been easy for Burns to drive from his house to Blaine's and back in a half hour. And I'm convinced this is the way he tricked Miss Wesleyan.
1: Yes, Inspector?
4: Sergeant, get me Johnny Burns.
1: Yes, sir.
4: I'll be right in. And I'll have a confession in an hour. Yes,
1: sir. Blackie, I'm so sorry. I honestly thought I was telling the truth when I said Johnny Burns was with me all the time.
4: I know you thought you were
0: telling the truth, Mary? But let this be a lesson to you. Stay away from guys like Johnny Burns.
1: Why? He seemed like such a nice man.
0: Mary, if you were working for me, you know what I'd say about people like Johnny Burns? No, what? Play with Burns and you get fired.